Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. I'm so sorry you have just reached my answering machine. That's the phone number. If you have a question, comment, smart remark, it's time to hear your voicemails, and we appreciate your contribution to the show. Who do we have on deck this morning, Rob? Well, I think people are going to start talking about this whole bunch, and this lady wanted to be first out of the gate. She's uh, wanting to weigh in on the uh, future of the Republican Party. Guys, I am so sick of hearing about DeSantis and Trump. We all know DeSantis cannot win. He's not qualified. He's under 70, and he's sound of mind. Why do you think our economy is so great? Our current president has votes. And when walnut cracks, they're probably (laughs) going to put better stroke in instead. Just saying. Oh, we're so f***. <laughs> now, normally we don't allow profanity on the uh, hotline, but that was so good that uh, I. Just that I love there. that. Just this, the sarcasm just oozing out of the speakers on that one. Well, it is interesting, too, because especially after last night, you are starting to see more and more people publicly say this that unless you are living on on a fantasy island somewhere, who should be the face of the Republican Party? A guy whose candidates are at best pushing, in many cases, just total embarrassments. The guy in New Hampshire who he endorsed got smoked. Oz got beat by Fetterman. Uh, who knows in Arizona with, with Masters, it's super close. I mean, Walker's going to go to a runoff. What do you want when people look at your party? And this, when you are running for president, you are running to be the face of the party. Mm-hmm. Not just in that moment in time. I mean, you're not just running for yourself, right? I'm not running for president. I'm running to be what people think of when they think of this party. How could you not, especially after last night, want that to be Ron DeSantis? Yeah, I mean, he scored so big in Florida. It was one for the record books. And not only was it the margin of victory that was just so astounding, something else emerged out of Ron DeSantis's huge win in Florida was the Hispanic voters and how they're all shifting for their long-term alliance to the Republicans. And that is something that more people who are going to run for office in the future are going to wake up to. People like, and Ron DeSantis ran on because he governed as, the idea of liberty and freedom. Mm -hmm. And what he said is, we want you to live your life as you see fit, and we will leave you alone and allow you to do that. And in the case where radical leftism attempts to pull bullcrap, especially as it comes to indoctrinating children, we will intervene and stop that. That is why he won overwhelmingly. It is not a red state that he, well, it is now, but it was not a previously red state. It was the most coveted swing state in the union until last night. And it's over. And it's all Ron DeSantis. And it's all the way he governed. Well, he was able to coalition build. When he ran the first time, he did not win overwhelmingly as governor of Florida. But what he did this time is he went up and down that state. First time a GOP governor has won Miami-Dade County since 2002. And in fact, I think we've got, Kevin, real quick, in the in the folder there, we've got audio of Ron DeSantis talking about how he won a whole bunch of people who did not vote for him the last time. And I realize I'm hitting Kevin with this as we're live on the air. 
You got that? Can, can we play that real quick? Now, we're still uh, telling the votes, but it's clearly apparent that this election, we will have garnered a significant number of votes from people who may not have voted for me four years ago. And I just want to let you know, I am honored to have earned your trust and your support over these four years. That's how, that, that, thank you, Kevin. That's how you do it. You don't just speak to a base. You say, look, I was fortunate enough to win. There are people out there that are wanting me to prove it, and I'm going to prove it to those people and believe that all votes are in play all the time. Mm -hmm. And he did it. Mm -hmm. And he got Leon County as well, which is the capital of Florida, which is very similar to Marion County in Indiana, where it has traditionally been blue. But Ron DeSantis did it. He he took his his home county and the rest of Florida, clearly becoming the new face of the Republican Party and uh, having people walk away from Donald Trump. All right, uh, we got a call about Fetterman. Good morning, Casey. This is Mike from the North traveling towards Indianapolis. I love listening to you and. Your sidekick, uh, <laughs> Mr. Rob. Anyway, I've just got to hear Casey's take on this Fetterman win. How in the world does a man that couldn't pass the requirements to be a Boy Scout leader get elected? Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Am I hearing the music in the background of deliverance? Well, I guess maybe he got elected because he had so much in common with Joe Biden. Mm. Okay, so Pennsylvania, a blue state, yeah. like we've talked about in the past, and just how you, you know, we said here in Indiana, which is typically a red state, people just go and straight party vote and that's what happened with Fetterman I believe he had all of the momentum early on and it wasn't until the debate which happened rather late that Oz started surging it just happened too late and it it was so close but it was the same thing that happened here just the other letter right I mean you think about if you're going to sit there and go how could anybody vote for a guy who, who watched anybody watch that debate vote for that guy People have the exact right. The people have the right to ask you the exact same question. How could you vote for a guy who added eleven trillion dollars to the national debt and spiked inflation? Don't act like you're super offended for those people who voted for Fetterman because you voted for Todd Young. They're going to ask the same questions about you. You are the same people. You're the Spider-Man meme where they're pointing at each other. I I hope that sticks with people. If anything, get anything out of that show today. The the young voter. And the Fetterman voter, if you're a straight ticket person, they're both highly egregious people, and you did it the same way as they did it. You're not really any different. Right. Uh, One more call. Somebody called about the two-party system, which obviously, again, on full display last night in the power of straight ticket voting. Amen, Rob. The people declaring the two-party system a problem. When are they going to wake up and do that? I've been saying it's a problem for over 30 years. It's a rigged system. Everybody knows once somebody gets in office, then they get reelected and become what's so-called a career politician. They don't do anything. The only thing they care about and or vote about is whatever keeps them in office and keeps that gravy train rolling. Yeah, he's right. And again, last night, 
people had an opportunity, or yesterday, or the past month, since that's how we do early voting now, right? you had an opportunity to send a message to the Republican Party. I mean, for all this stuff we hear about how tired people were of Holcomb and the spending and the inflation, people keep having opportunities to send messages to these people, young, Holcomb, whatever, and they don't do it. They talk big, they, they say they're mad, they say they're angry, and then they get in the booth and they vote out of fear. That's how Holcomb got reelected. So many Republicans, if every Republican who said, I'm done with Holcomb, would have voted for Rainwater, he would have ended up with 20, 25%. They chickened out at the end. Same thing happened with Todd Young. So many people knew what he was and voted for him. And then they'll be mad when Holcomb keeps doing what he's doing and when Young keeps doing what he's doing. And so many people who knew what Diego was and had a perfect opportunity to not only punish the Republicans for nominating a terrible candidate, but also help create a building block by which a third party had a viable puncher's chance to hold these Republicans accountable. That's what we wanted. For you people who are like pointing at me and laughing because you're excited that Diego got in there, why wouldn't you want Republicans to be held accountable? You clearly don't have a way to do it because look at the people who hold all the offices. Here was a viable way for a third party to be able to prop itself up and start getting really good people to run for public office. And it's not going to happen now. The libertarians will be back to be in a party that gets somewhere between three and six percent in most elections based, you know, other than unless there's an anomaly like the COVID year with rainwater. And I guess that's what people want. And that's okay. But you're going to be the same people are going to be complaining about the record government, the record taxation, the record spending from Todd Young and the Indiana Republican Party at the state house, the state Senate. I don't understand how those two things can be. You had an opportunity. You didn't take it, but then you're going to complain about what you voted for. Why'd you vote for it if you don't want it? I, I never understand that. All right, uh, Hammer's next. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. And at some point, Rob, we also have to talk about J.D. Vance in Ohio. Oh, yeah. And what happened there. Sure. And the $30 million it took to win that state. Another Trump-endorsed candidate that made it way closer than it should have been. Yeah. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.